Welcome back to an exciting episode of Heavy Muscle Radio. I hope it'll be exciting. Of course, I'm Dave Palumbo, joined as always by Chris, the technician Aceto, live as always on this Sunday night. It's actually the 9th of October, 2022, but tomorrow, Chris, is Columbus Day. Did you know that? Yeah, well, it's Indigenous People Day. It's no longer Columbus Day. Oh, they're not allowed um, to go to Columbus Day anymore? No, you can't say Columbus. But I can put in a plug for your Dave, this is your um, – I drink this like like it's crystal light. It's the amino acid drink that you have. It, it, are you doing, as my kids would say, a mix-in, which is the two flavors together, or is that just tea. the strawberry? This is the tea one. Oh, the tea one. Maybe it's like the amino. Tea. Maybe it's the amino. What is the, the tea no, flavor? No, my kids mix the um, – the strawberry watermelon amino with the blue raz. They called a mixin. They made a, their own name for it. You know, that I want a mixin. They say it's good yeah. stuff, right? It's it's it, it's it's better than Crystal Light. I drink it all day long, and it's got zero sugar carbs. You yeah, know, it, it, it quenches my thirst. You know me, I'm I'm pathetic. It quenches your thirst better than Diet Coke. <laughs> yeah, you know why? Also, we have electrolytes in there, Chris. That's why purposely oh, that because, because I don't drink all day like you do. So if I drink that, at least I'm getting some sodium and potassium in my body. Too. Yeah. But um, yeah, Columbus Day. I, I I probably told this story before, but you know, I was named after Christopher Columbus. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I was named after Christopher Columbus. My my. <laughs> when I'm dead. Say, my grandmother told me I was named after Christopher. Are you Columbus. serious? Yes, but I'm. T- where's Dave Palumbo? Tell me your story, then I'm going to tell you my story. My grandmother from Italy said we named you after Christopher Columbus. He discovered this shit country. That's what she told me. <laughs> she was he Italian. She always said he was Italian. Yes, he was Italian. But he flew. He he uh, sailed for Spain because the, the Italians wouldn't give him any money. You know, he had to go to the Spanish to get the money. You know, for the, so he was. Yeah. He was. Uh, yeah, he would. He he was a free agent. But they named the ships uh, Italians, right? Nina, the Pinto, and the Santa. I guess that's that's Spanish. So that's the yeah. Ships. You know, I am um, didn't know that I was named after Christopher Columbus, or at least part of my name was. But I, okay, I so no how idea. are you, Dave? Dave? Dave Columbus? Dave? No, Dave no, Christopher? No, I'm going to tell you the story. My father okay. told me when he was like 85. I said it took you. I, I'm fit. I'm, I guess at the time I was 48. I said I'm 48 years old. It took you 48 years to tell me the story of how I was named. He's like, I thought I told you. I said, no. He he blurted it out one day. He, as a, I thought it was a joke he was making. The kids in school, when he used to, when he first started teaching, used to call him Mr. Columbus. They couldn't they couldn't get the name Palumbo down. They thought it was like Columbo. So they just called him. Too, too hard to say. Yeah. Yeah. So he thought it was so funny that when, when, when my mother gave birth to me, you know, they wanted to name me David, but they were trying to figure out a middle name. He's like, how about we just call him Christopher, like Christopher Columbus, you know? Since they call me Mr. Columbus at school, it'll be it'll be like an inside joke. So th- that's why I got David Christopher Palumbo. So that's where my Christopher came from. Your we, Christopher we, came from directly. We, we, from we're, we're one degree of separation, Dave. One degree of separation. <laughs> the, every day we find out we're more and more uh, connected than we do. Yeah. How funny is that? So that that's was crazy. my uh, that's my story. Anyway, uh, a lot yeah, a lot of people don't like they they say Christopher Columbus didn't really discover America. The America Vespucius did supposedly. He only oh, yeah, yeah. landed yeah. on the Spice Islands. What, what, what I mean, what did he live on? Uh, Costa Rica, I think he he landed in. I I don't know. I don't, I think I don't, he landed I don't know. In Costa Rica, you know, because that I I my brain got lazy when Google was invented, Dave. So I forgot all the American history. I'm like a, a Trump voter. <laughs> I don't know any history. So 
it was a busy weekend. But before we get to the busy weekend, I want to read something yeah. because yeah, you know, I wanted you to I wanted you to talk about give give insight to the to the bang article I sent you. Oh yeah, they did a big article. That's on big news, Jack Owak. Yeah, from the uh, Bang, and uh, I guess we should probably. I, 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 you didn't. Pre- I didn't prepare to pull up the article. Well, it doesn't matter. Jack Owak. I Jack Owak. You tell the story. I'll pull the article. Okay, J- Jack Owak. This yeah. is this is. I told Dave. I said it's. It goes back to uh, what's the what's the, the the movie Dave that I said that's me in bodybuilding. Uh, the, the one with. Um, oh the um, the the um, yeah the, the Tom guy Hanks. Yeah. Tom Hanks was uh, Forrest Gump. Uh, Forrest Gump. Gump. Because. I was in California, I mean, Florida, rather, years ago, and it was had to be like 93, it was 93, no, 96, and there was this strip mall that Jack Owak had uh, a supplement store in, and he lived in the back of it, and I thought he was crazy. Turned out he was a genius, so, you know, a lot of crazy people are, you know, geniuses, I mean, they're very, very, very close, you know what I mean? When you find a kind of crazy person... I don't mean that in a totally negative way. Um, sometimes you're really just geniuses. And he was, he had a supplement store in a crappy strip mall. But when you opened up the door, the products, the way they looked, the way they were inventoried, the colors of the product, the color scheme of the way he had the store. I remember the flooring and the lighting. I remember the flooring was so impressive that he had put down. Um, and he said he he started this line. I forget what he called it then. It might have been VPX, Dave. Um, or it was yeah, it was vital, vital. There you go. Nutraceuticals. And yeah. he lived in the back, and he told me point blank, like something like, "I'm going to take this thing to the moon. We're going to be the biggest supplement company in the United States." Yeah. And years later, yeah. he came out with the craziest. Most awesome ads. We talked about it with Tony Freeman. He looked like the uh, chef and ads. Yeah. Yep, and he had the he had the best names. He Red is line, zero red line yeah, shotguns. He had he had all these great names for these products that he came out with. He's the marketing and, guy that Blackman wishes he was. Right. You took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> Blackman comes up with sticky work. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But Redline is in terms of like an energy drink. Right. Shotgun in terms of what to take right before you train. And he would have Tony Freeman in this like double page ad with unbelievable calls that no one had ever done before in terms of like the ads and the and the and the labels and all the he had this product, Clembuterol, a Clembuterol knockoff. It was Clembuterex. Yeah, Clembuterex. And it was a bottle and it was a syringe came with the bottle, and you'd suck the Clembuterol knockoff. Uh, out of the bottle and you put it under your tongue and it would work like clombuterol. And he was just, you know, killing it. And the crazy thing is he took a step back, right? He was not really involved. It seems like heavily in the bodybuilding. He, he moved to this energy drink thing, right? Well, he had red line, but then he did, came out with bang. And, and I guess, um, you know, well, I just wanted to, I want to tell the story, David, the real estate, because I sent you that. Yeah. I get this real estate news, I forget the name of it. I think it's called Real Deal uh, online. And I click on, you know, I, I don't look at like who bought and sold usually, um, you know, warehouse space. But I saw this warehouse and it sold for like, I, I can't remember, Dave, the, the amount of money. It, it must have been the biggest warehouse in the state of Florida. It was millions and millions and millions huge, of, huge. of dollars. Yeah. And I sent you the, and at the bottom, 
it said purchased by Jack Owack. And I'm thinking, Jack Owack. And then I click on the next news story. He buys another one. Yep. And purchased by Jack Owack of DPI or BPX, whatever the supplement company. I sent you the, the story to say, look at this guy spent, I think he spent, it's, it's hundreds of millions of dollars well, for these gigantic he's warehouses. Worth, he's worth billions. So that whatever he yes. spent was like, was like a chump change. So Pepsi wanted to buy him. He had a he had a distribution deal with Pepsi exclusively, and then he broke it. But they wanted to buy him for like almost four billion dollars, and he said no, <laughs> which is which tells you Jacks the pair of balls Jacks got on him. But evidently, I guess Monster Energy won a um, a lawsuit against him because I guess they sued him for um, making false claims or that his claims weren't exactly accurate, and because of that, it hurts their sales, and they got. Supposedly a two hundred ninety-three million dollar uh, verdict, but you know, obviously he's going to appeal that. And if, if he loses that, you know, that's a that's a big hit. And then, of course, I guess he wasn't he didn't own the name or Bang originally, and there was a guy who sued him, and because he was only supposed to be using it for energy drinks and that, or, or for supplements, and then you know he went mainstream. It was, I think it was supposed to he could he 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 from Redline, which is I think a, unbelievable name because what do you think of when you think of redline dave yeah i mean you're going to be like wired out of your mind yeah yeah i think of uh, either wired out of your mind or like flatline you know what i mean like like after redline you're going to be so wired up you're going to just it's just going right. to kill you yeah and um he sw he went from redline which i thought was a great product he still has great, by the way yeah. he still has redline yeah. oh so i thought he i thought he canceled it and brought out bang so no, he's he went, got both he's got both but bang was so popular that the pepsi was going to distribute distribute bang and then i don't know he broke the deal with them he didn't like that they weren't doing what they said they were going to do and he didn't want to wait for them to build up the you know the numbers so well yeah i should interview him again just to get the, his story because you know what we're just getting the story that's in the newspaper here and it's probably not 100 percent accurate but uh Jack is like resilient. He loves going to court. He likes the suit lawsuits. He loves the energy, the whole thing. You know, the guy is, is, is he's brilliant, you know, and I, I'm sure that this he'll at the, in the end, he'll win this thing. People are like, he's going to go out of business. I'm like, there's no way Jack's going out. He'll rename the whole line. Like we said, Chris, and he'll just, yeah. he'll relaunch another line and, and do even better with it. But yeah, 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 exactly. But, I, but the article was in to just to, to let people know it was, it was a huge article in Bloomberg oh, yeah. this past week and yeah. they called him a billionaire and, and Bloomberg does not just like give people labels when they're not really legit. You know what I mean? They don't call you a billionaire when you have 20 million. Pepsi doesn't offer you three point, you know, four yeah. billion when, when when the company's not worth three point four billion, you know. So obviously, you know, he's he's worth it. Now, I want to just segue because we have a lot to cover today. Um, first of all, our, you know, you know, Big Keith Williams. Um, yes, big guy, top level pro bodybuilder for many years. Um, was competing on the Masters level for a while, and uh, I actually I think might have been his first coach actually back in the day, but. Um, he was in a bad car accident. Uh, I just want to read what happened. Major car accident three weeks ago. A lady ran a light and T-boned his car, tipping it over. Keith was knocked out for 20 minutes, didn't come till two until he arrived at the hospital. The, um, he has a major back injury, three herniated discs. He lost feeling in his legs. He's also suffering from memory loss. Uh, and we know that uh, Keith is a huge, huge, um, you know, fan of the show. He loves kids. You know, he gives back a lot to the community, teaches football. I just want to give him a big, 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 you know, get well soon. We got to get you back in action, Keith. 
I will say one thing about Keith, um, just from the small, I worked with him for a few years. I've mm -hmm. never seen anyone work harder. If you tell him, jump, he'll ask you how high. If you tell him, eat dirt, he'll eat dirt. I mean, that that's Keith's mindset and mentality. That's why he's very successful. He was, you know, he was a, he was a pro football player. Too. I was going to say, he, he played, he played, did he play in the NFL or CFL? I, I, you know, I, I don't remember. I, I think he, I think, so I don't remember the whole story, uh, to be honest with you, but Keith is, is relentless. And I know that he's going to recover from this injury. He'll be walking fine. He's going to get his memory back and he'll be back in action again. We'll get him back on the show. He'll tell us the whole story, but Keith, get well soon, man. We, we love you. We're praying for you. And uh, I know you can do this. And I know all the fans are praying for you as well. Also, before we get to the contest coverage, I don't know if you've been, do you have Disney channel, Chris? You must have it. You have kids. Yeah. I just never watch it. Okay, you got, you got to go on there and you got to watch this past season's Dancing with the Stars. Who's in it? Arnold's, I, we talked about this before, Arnold's son, uh, Joseph Bayana. Yes. You know, the one he had with the, the main. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did I did hear that he he's was He's on there. the show. He's really good, too. He's it's probably, like, yeah. Yeah. First of all, it's a great show. I, the last week, I, I loved last week's, uh, and I don't watch it live. I catch it on the replay. But they did James Bond, the music. So they danced all the different James Bonds. Mm -hmm. so I love James Bond. It's, it's awesome. And uh He's, he was good. You know, He for a guy who has no dance experience whatsoever, I mean, he did pretty good. I have a feeling he's going to be a, a popular actor. Well, he's half Latin, Dave. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We did talk so. about that. But no, seriously, he, you know, it, it's not easy because you got to learn a different dance every single week. And you only have a couple days to practice this thing. And if you don't have any dance background, it's a lot harder. To pick up the steps. It just move. goes to show you, Dave. If he if if he segues into like classic bodybuilding and wins the nationals, yeah. you know what? If it comes down to the routine and these like pro shows, <laughs> from the dancing with stars and the That's Hispanic right. background. That's right. He'll have the edge. He will. Yeah, I you know I I can't see Arnold pushing him or steering him towards bodybuilding. No. I I really which makes him want to gravitate towards it even more, right? Maybe I mean, or maybe not. Maybe he's like, you know what? I'm going to listen to my father. You know, this guy knows what he's doing. I think we're going to see him in, in the movies. I think he's going to become an actor. I really do. I think he's he's got very personable. He's got a good look. He he looks a lot like Arnold. You know, he doesn't look exactly yeah. like Arnold, but he's 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 more recognizable as Arnold than Arnold's other kids are with Maria. Yeah, he's Driver. got the long head. He's got right. the, the, the jawline. The long, the long head. The jawline yeah. includes a long head. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. He definitely, at certain angles, you can you see Arnold in him. So. Oh, I think you see him. Yeah. And, and Arnold is spending a lot of time with him. So I guess this, you know, he's really, you know, grooming this guy, this kid, and he's like, you know, mentoring him. And I guess if look, if he's smart, he's going to listen to Arnold, and he's going to, you know, I think that that you know, with Arnold's connections in Hollywood, he's got to be able to plug this kid yeah, into, yeah, the, yeah, into the scene there if he really wants to do it. You know. Yeah. Anyway, congratulations to Joe Biana. If you guys want to see it, he's still on there. He hasn't been eliminated, so it's still going. So check out the Disney Channel app. I don't work for Disney. I make no money off Disney, but I, I, do, I do like the Disney app. I do. It's worth it because I watch all the Marvel stuff. I watch all the Star Wars stuff, and I want. And now they got Dancing with the Stars. And my kids watch all the other, you know, the kids stuff on there. So it's definitely worth it. Whatever. I don't even know what I pay for it a month, but it's definitely worth it. All right, let's um, let's pull up. 
How many subscriptions do you have, Dave? You must have that. You have right. You, you add them I, all up. I gotta have HBO because I gotta watch Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I have to. Yeah. You know, for a guy who has no time to do anything, I watch an awful lot of TV. Dave, just, when you when you're going through like Disney, I'm like, where would you even? I don't even have time to like. <laughs> Chris, I I, I, I I told you my taxes are due in three days. <laughs> I watch at night when everyone goes to sleep. I, I watch from like maybe ten thirty to like maybe midnight. I'll, I'll I'll get a little too. That's my TV time. So. All right, hold on a second. All right, so going on right now, we have this Legion Sports Fest. Uh, this is out in the, the uh, Pacific time zone there. So I think we're still probably a little early to get the final results. The It's a two-man show, Tony O'Burton versus Justin Rodriguez, who we thought was shutting it down for the year, didn't shut it down. Chris, should he have shut it down? Or uh, After he ran, probably after getting second here, which was my prediction, he may have wished he had shut it down because yeah. Tony O'Barton, um, if you go back to a show, maybe this show, I don't know, eight, eight issues ago, eight weeks ago, right. whatever show he did, um, I was wrong. I said, he's going to win shows next year, but I was right when I said, you know what? The guy reminds me of Dexter. Um, he's growing like a weed. And unlike is he bigger, people, Chris, or is he just getting oh, he's polished? You think he's no, put on? No, time? he's always been polished. That's I said. Let you know what I I said. I know exactly what I said about him. I said he's the out of he's the only person I've seen probably in maybe the last two Olympias mm-hmm. in any division that includes muscle, which means I I'm t- I'll take out because they don't do a lot of poses. So the the men's physique. So yeah. two twelve classic and open he's the only guy to be overlooked and he was overlooked in that 212 show last year because i was like wow this guy's gonna be top you know five and i think he was like third call out or something but he moved up to uh many times already to open shows and he just keeps growing he pulled the he pulled the milos with all the shows he's doing this year and he's and he's getting better yep you know? he A is absolutely 100 percent getting better He's 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 better, and at this rate, you know, a lot of people are going to have their feelings hurt next year because, right? Um, you know, we we spoke about him, you know, this year looking great, and this is my expect my expectation is he would look like this next year, not eight weeks later. If if you look at this picture, that and he, he looked did- great eight weeks ago, he just looks bigger now. He, well, yeah, but if you look at this picture, you're obviously standing next to Jamie the Giant there, who's you know six foot six. But um, and Justin Rodriguez is tall. Everyone's bigger than him, but he has a lot of polish, Chris. I find that like for some reason, I feel like today at this particular show, he came in with a lot more detail, a lot yes, more. Yes, more detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. It's making him appear like he's a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know how many pounds he might have gained. Maybe gained two, three pounds of muscle, but I, I think it's mostly the polish and the, and the conditioning we're seeing here. Don't you think? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's he, he's got polish and spades. You know, he's got crazy quads, um, and he's got he's he's just smoking these back shots. The back shots here, he is just crushing between from you know between the hands the glutes the back thickness yeah, glutes, yeah that back double is nasty he's got and and the most muscular is off the charts the legs for the third time i've said it in 30 seconds are, are outrageous i mean um, because 
Justin Rodriguez would win this show if 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 Tonio wasn't as as peeled as I, I don't think I've ever seen him this peeled. I mean, he's really, really, really no, tight here. He's phenomenal here. He's just, how many guys, Chris, in, in our in the pro ranks today have crazy stride pecs anymore? You never see those anymore. You know? No, it just he's 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 detailed everywhere. I'm telling you, just you know, the the best the the best comparison is him and Dexter because he's got the leg from the side. You know what? I compare him with Dexter because uh, you know, or he reminds me of Dexter because you know, is he the biggest guy on the stage right here in the legions? No. no. Is he the best guy up there? Yes. Is he, he's the best guy up there because of a lot of things. One is lack of weaknesses. Two is super detail. Three is round for his frame. Four is tie-ins, a tie-ins, a tie-ins, a tie-ins. That's why when you look on the back, everything's like pops and everything's tied in correctly. Same, same thing on the side chest. You know, it's like the shoulder, tricep tie-in, um, pexastrided, the glutes and hams are completely separated from each other. Yeah. Um, and they're separated and he's still got a, a good hamstring hang. That's like a Dexter Forte to have a ham, hanging hamstring plus the crazy deep line. Why do you think, uh, first of all, what, what's, what don't you like about Justin Rodriguez? What did he, what did he mess up here today? Um, that he needed to you know, it, it, he's in, he's in, he's in good. Con- I don't think we'd be talking too much really about his condition at all. If it, Tony was not in the condition that he's in. So, um, you know, his condition's pretty darn good. It seems like, um, you know, he had these shows. If you minus out the Boston, well, not the Boston, the New York pro, which he was off. Um, he was soft there. Um, but if you remove that show, um, he he looked more jacked up, you know? So in other words, he looked like crazy around, I think with, maybe a little less condition that's here. So it's a different look. You know what I mean? He's, I think he's actually more conditioned here, but I don't like the word streamlined. He's less just blown out, you know, because like, like the knock of him at the Arnold was, he was gigantic, but, and the muscle was hard, but he just wasn't tight. Right. You know? And, and I think what, what you saw at the Arnold is they were pushing to have him place high because obviously when you judge and you're like, wow, this guy's crazy full right now. And then as they compared him and compared him, they're like, you know what? He's not really tight enough. And he just moved down and down and down, mm. you know, and, and he got a place in that, you know, that they didn't line him up for at the beginning. So yeah. he was huge at that show and he's not huge here, but he's in, you know, better condition here. So it's just, you're getting a different, you know, different version quote, you know, end quote of, of Justin. Um, I mean, I wonder why Justin decided to, to, come back and do another show before because he originally he had said even though i think he was qualified for the olympia at some point he was like you know what i'm not going to do the olympia take it off the year i'm going to do the arnold i think that was the strategy and then something changed and he decided you know what i'm going to do this show i think it's because you know what chris these guys are not that patient and and it's a really long year dave you just summed it up so it's so it's so easy no, and you, you don't want to wait and you you know it, it's really hard because you don't you 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 don't want to wait. You want to be patient, take the time to come back like at your best, like all-time best. And you want to give your body rest, but at the same time you're a competitor and you're competitive. Yeah. And you say like, "Okay, you know what? I know 
where the mistakes I made. And then you think you can correct them. But you know what? A few weeks ago, we, you know, I blasted that Lunsford shouldn't be able to do, you know, the advantage he has, besides he looks great, is that he had a whole year to rest and other people had to qualify. Right. The point being here is that lots of shows tires your body out and your body does not respond no matter how mentally you have it. It doesn't follow. I don't big, believe in this thing. Guys, people say, especially, I noticed them. Where your mind goes, your body will follow. Not really. Not really. It's like the people say you can't overtrain, right? You know, yes, always, you, you just have to eat. You, no, you, you got to eat more. You know. How about this? You 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 might not overtrain. You, you your body just might not respond. Right. You know, it's like I found that if you don't let the body just go back to itself and, and reset reset exactly you cannot force it it there's nothing you can do to speed that recovery process up and you know what you can get back into shape but yet your body still doesn't have that pop that 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 fresh look that it that it, you want to see on that stage and i think that's what happened to justin he he's yeah. in shape he's big but there's just something like that doesn't look like it did when we saw him at the Arnold Classic earlier this year. And I think yeah. he blew it in a sense. He should have just rested, taken his time. He could have started dieting, you know, in a little bit for the Arnold Classic in March. And I think he would have been fine. But look, you know what? He maybe has contractual obligations. I don't know what, you know, we don't know what, what the story is behind the scenes of why he decided to come back and compete. Other than the fact that I know a lot of guys are having trouble, you know, waiting because the Olympia is not till December. So well, the, the, you know, just just to to juxtapose these two, you know, I I know for sure on this show we I, when he did not look good in New York, we said or I said you know he should quote shut it down you know what I mean because your body's going to get tired should it, you ask should he compete again and I said no. The flip side is you have I guarantee if Tony O'Barton does a couple more shows, he'll get even better. The difference is youth and not training as many years in other and words smaller. and he's smaller too so. well yeah true but you know what i mean when you're when you when you've when you've already been training years and years like justin i mean right. he's been at it a 10 competing i mean he's been competing you know let's say eight solid years and tony burton's been competing what he was just like got his pro card four years ago and he, he got it you know that's why you know he got it exploded yeah. exploded 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 you know it, it's he it can do like, multiple shows. It seems like the monstrously big guys over 250, 260, those guys have trouble peaking more often. Oh, absolutely. Maybe it's just, you know, but I noticed the smaller guys can hit it more often and, and, and seem to stay, I don't know, like where they can keep peaking over and over again. But then again, yeah. you're right. It is about youth because when I've seen guys, remember the guys that were like in their early 20s, they'll do the nationals, they'll do the USA. And they'll look better at the second show. You have a guy who's 35 and does that. He looks like a bag of shit by the second yeah. show. You know, so yeah. you're right. Youth definitely plays into this. And Antonio's got the youth on his side. Let you know, we're gonna we haven't got the official word. I guess they haven't really uh, announced the winner. I, I I can't see Tony Burton losing the show, but we'll keep you guys updated if we find out before the end of the show. Or if you guys in the comments find out who wins, let us know also, and then we'll announce that. But um, I want to talk about Michael Crizzo for a minute because you know, he was a the talk of the town, so to speak. You know, everyone's like, oh, he's going to get his pro card. He's going to do a pro show, and he's going to qualify for the Olympia. Well, he did the pro show. He won that uh, in Italy there, the Amateur Olympia. 
uh, wrapped unanimously. Got the pro card. Does anyone know? Did he compete? I, I there's no place to find any information anywhere. Was no, he because actually- because there's no internet, Dave. I'm what? kidding. There's no internet. You can find out. I, I can find out. I can find out. Like, I, I can fly over your house on Google Earth, but I can't find out yeah. the results of a show. I don't know what the hell the problem is. You know what I also don't understand? Why don't they allow people to take pictures in these shows anymore? I have competitors competing at like local NPC shows, and they're like, no videos, no phones allowed in there. Like, what do these promoters think that's going to happen? Don't you want to see all this like coverage of your show on everyone's Instagram? That promotes the show a lot more than I would think, you know, than, than. if there's no cameras, I it, yeah. I have clients. I'm like, can I see the pictures of the stage? They're like, I don't know when the the photographers are releasing them. I'm releasing them. You don't have one cell phone picture of yourself. They won't let us take cell phone pictures in, these, in the auditorium. I'm like, I never heard this. I I, I got to ask Jim Manuel what the, what the deal is with this. This is the kookiest thing I've ever heard. It's the 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 eroding of our First Amendment rights, Dave. We no, we finally have something that can capture an image of someone on stage. When I was competing, we had these little throwaway cameras. Remember those little things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you'd you have to develop them. Yeah, you, you go to the to... camera in the garbage. You took the film out. You sent it in, and the pictures. You were this big. You were like you were like a yeah. like a GI Joe doll on, on no, stage. Dave, we 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 thought we coming into the modern age when they had the pictures that you could develop in one hour instead of having to wait four or five days. <laughs> Say one hour. What are you talking about? Yeah. Oh, um, uh, thank you, Xavier Wills. Finally, someone gave me some information. Crizzo's uh, uh, doing the Prague Pro. He's not. He, I don't know why he didn't do the um, this show. I mean, he was in shape already, but I guess he's going to do Prague. So, thank Antonio, you, Xavier. Antonio. Will. Antonio beat him. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what did he write? Gain another five pounds by the time the show rolls. So we only did the. So we only did the amateur event. I. It doesn't make sense. I wonder why he wouldn't just jump into this pro event. You know. It seems like, um, you know, he would have done. He would have done well. I mean, I don't know, unless there's a, there's a strategy there that we're not aware of, right, Chris? Well, all I hear strategies now is people not coming in sh- like great shape, so that they're like and, and like people patting them on the back and say, "Yeah, it's a great strategy." Yeah. What did What did you think of Crizzo's physique at this show? I know. Um, pictures, but- I think he's he's you know it it's he looked big and round. Um, he's not up against professional bodybuilders. Um, and obviously his condition was like uh like um like a seven or something it's not like he was peeled but that's what that's what these the comments are saying they're saying that he didn't want to die that hard so he just died just enough to win his pro card and his sponsor is i guess the evls Prague pro people so he's has he got three weeks yeah something like that yeah i i think he's i think you know i could be wrong um i'm usually not but I think he's a little bit more than three weeks away from being peeled. Um, but he doesn't, he probably doesn't, you know, he, if he's, if his goal is the Olympia, maybe, you know, he's just, he, he can get much better in three weeks. You know, look at, um, listen to this. But trip. listen, it, it's, it's because it's, you know, what's funny. All the people were talking about, about <gasps> Grizzo, Andrew jacked. And these, everyone said, Oh, they're all saving the condition for the Olympia. They're saving it all up. Have you know what, Chris? I it's never like, got on a stage when I was saving the nuclear. They're, they're saving the nukes for the. They're saving on the nukes. Who would get up on a stage at less than your best? What? Why? They, what, well, that's the that's the that's the that's kind of why I'm mocking. Is that? I'm I'm mocking not the the athlete. I'm mocking people's comments who say like, you know, it's a great you know, 
you don't understand when Andrew Jack peels it down for the Olympia, like it's guaranteed or Cruzo peels it down for the Olympia. You know what, you know, peel it down. Like, uh, the kid who's winning the show we just talking about, I, it's my all time is Tony Burton. Tony Burton. Yours is not, you must be on Proficet or whatever Proficet, but it's on that commercial all day long. But think about it. Why wouldn't Crizzo come in at his absolute best? It's his first IFBB pro qualifier that, demolish everyone and then go two days later into Listen. the pro show on Sunday <clears throat> and, and challenge for the win. James Holling said, you know, Dave, I think Crizzo's phenomenal. I think Andrew Jack's phenomenal. I think it's just phenomenally stupid when people say, Oh, they're saving the condition because this, if Andrew Jack, for example, went to Texas or went to the UK pro or yeah. Crizzo came into this show, just lights out. Good night. We would be talking about like everyone's in trouble, and you know when 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 you go into the Olympia, right, with all right. that hype behind you, you know what? Sometimes, sometimes it's it's not always. I have to say, you know, especially like I'd say that I think the judging's been spot on for many years, like since really, like the last eight or seven. I think since 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 the last since Steve's been really judging the Olympia, like. Since Weeder is not in the picture. Yes, then, yes, yes, yes. Then <laughs> they got it right. I think that's even better. <laughs> then it's, it's you know, you, you end up getting in the first call who gets in the first call. But people are human nature. I mean, people are human nature. Human nature is such that if someone just looked crazy right. and, you know, you're judging, it doesn't have to be Steve Weinberger, the head judge, but someone else is judging Maybe that person doesn't deserve to be in the top four or five or the first call out, you know, with the top four or five guys. But, you know, the guy was so blinding peeled earlier in the year, you know, a few, few weeks before that you're bamboozled and say, you know what, throw him in there. Uh, there's just, there's no downside to coming no. in. It's like, and, and this is, you know, I think Andrew Jack is crazy, but. He did Texas, and then he did the UK. Well, yeah, he, he, in defense of Andrew Jack, he wasn't planning on doing Texas. He jumped into that the last minute. He was planning on doing Arnold UK now. So I know, but he I looked better in Texas. Arnold UK was his best because if not, then they lied about that. So no, no, yeah. he was better in Texas. I, I know. I'm, I'm making a joke about it. Oh. So everyone uses that as an excuse. I don't believe that Crizzo came in here purposely coming in not his best. I think. Something went wrong. He still looked great. He won his pro card. And that was the excuse. So they figured, you know what? Let's save him for Prague because something didn't go right this weekend with whatever they did. And in two or three weeks, he'll be dialed in perfectly. And that's more that's more likely. No one shows up at a show at less than their best. Not at the yeah. level that they're at, yeah. these guys. Come on. But regardless, I mean, um, to, to take one step back, of course, Andrew Jack um, is phenomenal. Hold on, Chris. And, and so Chris would you take a chance to go no. into an amateur ship pro qualifier where you need to get your pro card and maybe show up at, at, at 90% of your best? What if some freak came out of nowhere? And, what if and, Andrew jacked? We didn't even know who Andrew Jack yeah. was six months ago. What if he had showed up at the show? Antonio, and he said, oh Antonio Burton shows up there and you – know, you don't know who's going to show up at these shows. There's a new freak on the block every single you know year coming out of the woodwork. Yeah, and, you know, so I don't believe that's what happened. I think something just didn't peak properly for whatever reason. He looks, he still looks great. He's going to be a great pro, but I, I don't buy in all these. You know, that's like a George, you know, uh, excuse. 
oh, we were peaking for the Olympia. No, you weren't. It, something went wrong. Hopefully you can get it you know, fine-tuned for the Olympia, but I don't believe anyone's coming in at less than their best. That's just, I'm not buying that. Yeah, Sorry. well, I mean, I, I, I think, you know, if you step back, you know, Crizo was, I mean, like, what was he going to, yes, people can come out of the woodwork, but the chances are, and, and may, maybe he did, like, glide a little bit into the show, and, you know, he's going to push the envelope for the, the show in three weeks. I'll tell you what, um, you know, in three weeks, well, I don't know who the lineup is in three weeks, um, but, uh, you know, you go up against someone, like, inside out, and you can get exposed, I get issue. Crizzo looks better in, in these gym posing things than he did on Saturday. Dave, I, let, me, I, let me let me let me say this. I think something went wrong. That's what I think. Well, either something could have gone wrong or you could have overcarved or whatever, or <clears throat> the um some some of these shows too, the lighting is, you know, horrendous. Looks, you know. Look at that show. So maybe maybe he was harder than you know, it's it's hard to say when you see a video of what people look like because I've been at shows and I've seen pictures and I'm like, God, these guys look good. And then I see them on like, you know, in print or like on the internet. And I said, God, everyone looks like, like a water Buffalo here. And, and people text me and say, is it true that so-and-so these guys all looked off? I said, no, I was there. They all look pretty darn hard. Yeah. I mean, look at <clears> that. <throat> that picture's a freaky. Yeah. Shoulder arm. Picture. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. guy is gonna. The guy's gonna do some serious damage. I, I mean, I don't know how he's gonna place against the Olympia top six, but he's gonna be a definitely a future guy to to, to look out for. So I don't. I'm, I'm not taking away anything from Crizo. I think he's awesome, and I think. But I just don't buy the whole we're peaking in three weeks things. But you know what? I can't wait to see him because as a fan of the sport, I think he adds a lot of excitement. Now, having said that, I'm glad to hear that Crizo didn't do the pro show because I didn't see him in the top five placings. But we did see our good friend James Hollingshead, and uh, I think he brought what we were expecting to see at the Arnold's UK. I think he brought it in here, Chris, and he came home, obviously, with a big win. Talk to me about um, about Hollingshead. Um, it's rugged, real muscle um, with not many weaknesses, really. Um, and it's really big legs, which we don't see on – I mean, a lot of people have good legs, but he's got really good quads. Yep. Um, and, and yep, and and in the back, and and I think he was better here than the UK show. Um, tan is still he's risking it all coming in with a crappy tan, right? No, he's, Branch Warren always had trouble with his tan too. Remember, he was always pasty white, and his fan was always dripping off him. Because same thing, James <laughs> get darker. You know what? We got to put James on a little Milana tan, I think, before he gets the uh, he can't. I was very impressed with him. Super impressed. The yeah, no, I, I thought he looked crazy. Um, I mean, I think that, Yeah. You know, his he's he's rounder um than he's been. This season he just seems like he's got a more rugged look whereas he put on muscle. Look, That's what he did. Yeah. Did. Yep. Yeah, I guess at the end of the day it's a denser it's a denser look and density, you know, uh Density is impressive against people who lack density, and you can really see that in real life. Yeah, I um, when someone has, so you can have deep lines, great, great condition, and be standing next to somebody who might not have the lines that you have, um, but with far better density, and you just, you know, 
you you end up saying like, okay, this is a bodybuilding show. You know what I mean? Density is 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 what attracts your eye. I mean, you know, shape and flow obviously and condition attracts eye, but really hard looking muscle from you know a dense look. Like you know, James has improved a lot. When we saw him two weeks ago, break down this. You know, this top he was good, here. but I thought he could have been a little harder. And I think he delivered the goods here. Uh, you know, he knocked off Chris. Mark Hector, who was third place. He knocked off second place, Alfred Chiriak. We're going to talk about those guys in a minute. But he Chris. was the most polished. Yes, Dave. Oh, felt like break down this top darker, maybe. But okay, well, you got to slow it down. Who's? I can hear your I voice in the background. Couldn't have done anything better. Oh, you, you can't. Know, no, yeah, I can hear your, your voice is just yapping got... like crazy. Okay, sorry, I, I can't. I can't hear it. But okay, is that it? Did I mute yeah, it? we can all hear right. it. Yeah. Right. Um, you know what? This is this is uh, that back last spread is like demolishing these guys. It's like a cobra. Yeah. I I actually think. I actually think this may be his all-time best. Just I because, absolutely, hundred percent agree. Um, because he's—I've been a little bit critical of his back shots in the past. Uh, maybe they were flat, you know, chasing conditions. Sometimes you—you yeah. you, know—when you're a big guy and you—you you chase conditions, sometimes you lose the wow to your physique. And I think that last spread, the back last yeah. spread, says it all. And the other thing that probably says it too, Dave, you said it as well. That's a good frontal bicep. What you're looking at is the V taper when and when yeah. you're. When you're full, you know, you get the full lats. But if you're like, no matter how shredded you are, if you're a little bit flat and, you know, diced, sometimes, you know, you give up a shot like the front double or the front lat spread. That's right next and to the left is Mark Cheriak, who I think is the um, is probably the dark horse in this lineup, at least, because um, no one probably knew who he was. Mark Hector all the way on the left, who, you know, I know you're big, very high on. He looked like he was a little softer than we saw him, right? Yeah. This, this Mark three. Hector on Instagram here we're looking at is not the Mark Hector we saw on stage, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, three shows. You know, it's hard to peak, you know, to, to hold on to that for a lot of people, no matter, you know, what your genetics are and who your coach is. You know, mm -hmm. three shows. It's just what happens on show number three is just your water gets – you can't – you don't even know where it is. You don't know if it's under the skin, if it's in the muscle – Right. Some guys also hold a lot of water, like you said. And and so when they rebound off these shows, then they have to try to like nail themselves with a lot of diuretics to get that water out. And, you know, the muscle loses its fullness and, and then you try to start carving up more. And it's like. It is not if uh, Dave, if you use a human every three minutes, that's, we don't worry about that. No, but it's, it's very, it is very hard to, to peak. Show the show, the show, especially when they're like. Sometimes the next week it's easier, but when you go two weeks between shows, sometimes it's worse because by the second week the, the rebound is even worse. You know, unless you went mm -hmm. right back on like zero carbs and and, and get that yeah. water off your body. You know, which a lot of these guys can't do because then they get you know too flat. So it's it's not easy, and then they're traveling on airplanes. You know, so it's it's you know it's it's tough. You know, especially like we said for the big guys. No, I agree with, can't agree with How does this Hollings head that we just saw win this show? How does he stack up in that Olympia lineup? And it's a tough question because he's so dominant here, and then you put him into that league of like elite, you know, structure guys. How does he do? Uh if James chases condition, he's not gonna do well. Because uh, James, here's the here's the I guarantee he watches the show or someone will tell him. Here's yeah. the formula. And it's not to say that James has not looked tremendous in the last, you know, three years or so. Uh, but you gotta play your strengths. 
and you just heard me stutter over the D word density, you know, with him. And when you try to achieve something like, and you listen to people who mean well, and they say, just come in peeled. Uh, and then you, you know, you, you do come in peeled and you look at pictures and say, funny, I don't look like I thought I looked, you know, maybe I look too better two weeks out is because your calling card is completeness. He doesn't really have weaknesses, you know, um, and he has a dense look and you have to, you know, come to the big show with what makes you the best that you can be. So 100%. I, I think I I think he can do really surprisingly well um, if if he tries to play his own game, come in, you know, as lean as he can, of course, but just big and dense, and and you know, because a physique like that, if you took if you took that and let's say chiseled it down six more pounds, right? He'd lose all his wow, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, you know, we, we wouldn't, we wouldn't care. Well, you know, a lot of people felt because Branch Warren had, you know, structural issues too. And he was kind of on the shorter side, kind of like James, that he would never do well, but he won two Arnold classics and he came in second behind Jay Cutler at the Olympia that year. And, and some people argue that, you know, they thought he was better than Jay. I don't think he was, but, but oh I mean, it was God. close, you know, so yeah. So well, my point is that Branch figured out the formula that worked for his body and, you know, I think this is a good formula for James. And I hate to say it because he's got so much muscle. I think he could put more muscle on that frame if he really wanted to, you know, and look even freakier. As long as he keeps bringing the conditioning in that he does, I think that that's going to, you know, it's going to keep elevating his placings, you know? Yeah. Look at Bonac. I mean, Bonac's 3D, got 3D crazy muscle. But the reason why he does well is because he comes in peeled, you know, and you see all that separated muscle. And, and that's what James had here. Very, very separated muscle. And I thought that that was very impressive. And that's with no, that's with the terrible tan. Imagine with a good yeah. tan. Yeah, he has no tan here. This is, this is like, uh, this <laughs> like, is like one coat of pro tan, it looks like. Yeah. Well, Although it could be that. It could be like 400. Yeah. It could be 400 coats. <laughs> He's got to start tanning. He says, right, in real life, see that page to the right? If you go to the right and you see like where people can write the comments on that Instagram, yeah, he's as white as that. Yes. He's so right. he's probably proud of that, like nine coats of ProTan on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know what? You, look, I love to see a guy who works really hard and gets rewarded for it. And and he did, you know, and, and, and he beat guys that are structurally better than him. Um, Mark Hector's a freak, but you know what? He made Mark look like an amateur because Mark was not in shape compared to him. And um, he dominated this lineup. And that's really what it amounted to. I, I would have liked to see how do you think that uh, if, if Tony O'Burton and James Hollings had had to compete head to head in, in the same show this weekend, who would have won? Um, James. Um, Why? Uh, bigger guy. Fills up more space, um, you, bigger, uh, hard enough for that level of density. Just, mm -hmm. just you know. Um, but he, you know, this, this uh, Antonio's no second stringer. No, Antonio would be be second here in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, but I think James has more muscle maturity and and just density, like you said. I mean, it's, it's, it shows. 
because they probably would be about the same height. But and and Antonio's got that crazy wow going on. But but James just is thicker, I guess. Is that's the best yeah. way to put it? You know, it's funny because when you first remember when you first started training, you first started competing, and you would hit lat spreads and front double biceps on stage, and and you look good, and then you kind of turn to the side and you look like like you're missing something missed. Like you don't have that density when you first start, like, you know, it, it's like almost like you're like, you could, you're, you're like too straight from the side. And when you try to hit poses, you try to twist a little bit to create more three dimensionality. But mm-hmm. when you get to a certain point of, of muscle mass, you can almost just stand sideways and just turn a little bit. And you just see mountains of pec muscle and delt and, and lat flaring out. And that that's where James is at this point. He's just got that 3d, density to his body that like it just you can't get that in a year or two of training it, that's called 10 15 years of, of hard hard training mm-hmm. so and was he was he was he already qualified for the I, olympia i don't think so or this is the qualification that he this was the qualification yeah okay okay so. look he earned it he's going there congratulations so i mean big weekend we had a lot of a lot of big news this weekend obviously Rizzo um, getting his pro card. We'll see him in two, three weeks in, in Prague, whatever that show is. Uh, then we have, obviously, um, the, the battle over there at the Legion Sports Fest. By the way, I don't, I don't know if you saw the scorecards. They had about 18 classes of Masters Pro events there, too. Did you see that? Like I did. 35 well, and over, 40 they, and there's... over, 45 and over, 50 and over, yeah. 60 and over, 70 and over. They even had an 80-year-old class in the pro for the pros. Can you believe it? How many guys did they have? 12 you know, Arnold, guys in the Arnold over 80? Arnold people can't have figure. <laughs> they don't have <laughs> enough time. To <laughs> that was a cheap shot. But but it's true. I mean, I, I, why could like like a show like the Legion Sports Fest have all these classes? I mean, come on. Give people opportunities to compete. That's that's what makes it exciting. You know? Chris Mim. Is it what's it? What's it? Chris, what's, Minus, it Chris, Chris Minnis. Minnis. Chris Minnis. Great promoter. Right, another Chris. Another yeah. credits on Christopher yeah. Columbus. He wasn't named. No, no, he was. He was not named after uh, Christopher Columbus. Christopher Columbus. I, I, think Tony Burton's going to come home with the win, though. Xavier, what's going on? Are, are you, uh, are you, are you monitoring the uh, the Legion Sports Fest all the way from Australia over there? He probably left to, to chat. He's probably not even watching the show anymore. <laughs> Is this you know, is this is this uh, Xavier's full time job to be the head, so. head of? I think so. I head think of desktop bodybuilding. Desktop bodybuilding is something like Jack Owack would name, right? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. like a, a Blackman name. Desktop. What do we call it? Yeah, we'll call it desktop bodybuilding. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, they had they had shows all over the world though today. They had uh, one in uh, oh my New God, Zealand. Everywhere. They had classic physique in, Zeal- in New Zealand, which that's Mo Omosawi's area there. Uh, Grant Pietrese uh, from New Zealand won that, so he'll be going to the. I don't. I want. I hope they can get out and go to the Olympia. I don't even know if these guys. Some, someone Binks Cat asked, "What is Derek Lunsford going to place?" How do you think he'll place, Chris? Top Antoni- six. An- Antonio Burton winning this show is a foreshadowing of destruction of Derek Lunsford at this Olympia. That's my prediction. So you think he's going to absolute destruction? Really? Oh, he's going to do unbelievably well. Oh, so what? So what do you mean by destruction? He's going to destroy that show, Lunsford. Oh, you do. 
when I when you say destroyed, you are you talking top five, top three? I mean, top five for sure. Okay, for sure. It'll because... be. I, I I'm excited to see how he's going to place up there and how he'll look up there next to these guys. I I it, it's hard to you know what it's hard. I know we saw him at the guest posing at the Pittsburgh show. We saw him next to these guys, but. When people are in shape, it's a, it's a big difference. You know, we've never really seen Lunsford in the best shape of his life because he always has to suck down to make that two twelve. Dude, if, so, he he yeah. he looked. If you go back and you look at him from the two twelve, yeah, he was just emaciated to get yes. down. Yeah. So Dan Solomon was right, or someone said it was. We get the special invite to the health. No, I'm just kidding. Whatever the. <laughs> Look, he would have he would have easily qualified had he what if he what how would he have done if he did this show legion sports fest would he have beaten uh, Antonio burton oh my goodness yeah of easy course. so i mean slam dunk they throw he's a mr olympia they threw him a, a special i, I got I, I don't really have a problem okay how much just tell me this how much of a difference was there between his condition in pittsburgh which is also the olympia qualifier um, official, yeah. and Crizzo and Andrew Jack's condition. I don't know. I did not I, that I, far I, off. I don't know. I'll not tell that you far this. off. This is what I think the rule should be. If you're a reigning Mr. Olympia in any division, you should be able to do whatever you want. That's, I think you should be able to cross over and do whatever you want. You shouldn't need a special invite. I think that the fact that you won the Olympia should be enough to qualify you to do any show that you want and that's just my belief because the there's not many olympia title holders chris out there right yeah. so i mean if i'm a title holder in fitness okay and i'm the fitness olympia champ and i want to do figure olympia because i don't want to do a routine anymore i shouldn't have to qualify as an olympia champ in figure to prove that i i should be able to go and do the figure olympia that i think that that if they make that rule no one will complain anymore because then if Sean Clarita wants to do the open, he doesn't have to win a pro show anymore, even though he did. And he still has, by the way, hasn't decided. He said that he's going to decide in two weeks what division he's going to do. Why he can't do both, that's another discussion. Well, we, already, we, are, we already talked on, yeah. on this show. But, I think it's looted. Yeah. I don't think these guys who've won the Olympia, like Kamal, should have to – if he wants to do the open, they should let him do the open. He's an Olympia champ, right? Well – I mean, it's a good point because if Bumstead wants to do the open, you think you're going to make this guy qualify in the open? Let him do it. Who cares? Yeah, you know, I, I I agree with you. You know, I mean, because it's it's you know it's one of these things. I know people don't remember who like Lee Haney was. You know, I mean, people don't know the history of the sport, but people who are history kind of like history buffs, you could name all the Olympias and who the two twelve guys. There's only who are the two twelve guys? There's only what? There's there's David Henry. Flex and uh, Steve's guy, oh. your guy from from Steve's gym, the freak. The oh, guy used Kevin to, English. Kevin English. There's only three guys have won it. You know what I mean? Right. Plus, plus Kamal, plus uh, Lunsford, plus you know recently, uh, uh, Clarita. So. You know, I mean, there, there's history there. People always remember them, so why not let them jump into a you know any show they want? Look how big. Uh, let someone to Xavier tell me to pull up the Lunsford page. Hold on, he's looking pretty big. I'll tell you that much. 
he looks like he's he looks like he's two eighty there, doesn't he? Very Crazy. dangerous. Very dangerous. Look at his calves. <laughs> he's got some sick calves too. You don't even need calves to win an Olympia. Lonnie Teeper would love that, right? You know, two of the worst calves on stage is Rami and, and Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> right? right? Some of the worst calves in the history of professional bodybuilding. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we got to go from that picture, Chris, to the just what you said, but how skinny he was for the 212. Yeah. Look at how, look at how down in size he came. From look at the quads. They're like yeah. gone. Yeah. The width was there, you know what I mean? The width yeah, and the you like can see the like, structure, yeah. The the structures like that front double almost looks like it's gonna it's like the droopy packs because he's got just, humongous leg his legs are humongous now, you know. Oh because God, he was he was sucking himself down here to make that weight, you know. I think you're right. I think he's gonna probably be top six, but oh I'll I'll bet you know what. Bring on the money, dude. I'll, 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 I, my taxes due in three days. So I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll bet my, my, my tax bill on, on top six. <laughs> Pretty free. Who's that next one? <laughs> That's a Jay Collard. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Derek's making everyone look small. That's Ishmael Martinez. Derek's back looks pretty damn big too. He, you know, who he reminds me of. He reminds me of back in the day. Remember when you would see like Lavroni off season, like just blown out after he won the nationals or something like that. And guys Still don't look like this anymore. He's yeah, pretty. Yeah. That, that's that's like off season big, but with with good conditioning too. Yep. That really I mean, reminds exactly me what of you the mean. 90, something we saw in the 90s. Freaky, you know, Matarazzo, freaky, you know, size, like that kind of, you know, nasty craziness, you know. So, look, he's going to, he's going to, you know, we have a lot of guys that are going to add a lot of excitement to this lineup. You know, we, we, yeah. we well, we know, you know what? His, his, his Dells don't look all Jimmy Dunn, yeah. baloney. No, yeah. I mean, nope. nothing does. Yeah. It all looks like it's, you know, flows and real and hmm. between him i don't know if andrew jack is you know what he's going to do at the olympia if Crizo makes the, the makes it there we don't know we get this other guy good veto who i don't know if he's going to make it there uh, a lot of like uh dark horses in, in this lineup we're going to have this year and of course we have uh what's his name uh, the boogeyman too yeah. who's a new face so well, you got, you got a new, you got a brand new Hunter Labrada. I mean, oh, we we know Hunter's going to be there. He, but he is looking. I, well, let's might as well pull up his uh, Instagram while we're at it because he looked. Phenomenal. You see that picture of him with his dad? Yeah, I saw it. That's why I said the new Hunter Labrada because last year, um, I think he was lucky to place yeah. where he was did they and a bit of a bone rush, yeah. um, I thought they through him the Flintstone steak. You know when the, the you know when the Fred Flintstone goes to the Brontosaurus burger. Yeah. Um but uh look you know how small Lee looks compared to his he, son. He, <laughs> it looks like he he took that negative feedback. Yeah. Because I'm sure he hears it. Um because it's 
there's a there's more than a shred of truth to it. Sure. And it, he's upped his game three times in the last twelve months because this 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 right here would beat destroy what he put on stage last year. Oh yeah, he's tight. He's harder here than he was on stage. Probably. He's way bigger. He's way bigger. Because he wasn't neither big nor hard last year. No, I mean he—he no. he just had structure. That's it. Yeah. You, you know, I'll, I'll tell you this. His, look, how his, look, how, look how good Lee looks. I mean, I was. Oh thinking God, it's insane. Lee shredded. Look at him. He, he probably could compete in class. How about age-wise, though? How about age? He's in his. He's got to be sixty, right? Or close. He to does. It. He might. I think he's a. He's pulled ahead of Jay in terms of best looking. Well adapted post IPB Pro. I thought it was Jay, but I think he's got competition I, I from Lee. If, Lee. if Lee probably pumped in a little bit of a of twelve week cycle of like a little uh, Anavar and uh, some testosterone, he probably could win a Classic Physique Pro show, guaranteed. Maybe he'll come back for the Masters Olympia. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> a great like picture. Hard. It's a, no, I'm just it, it's a tremendous picture of. Um, uh, I was going to say Lee Labrada, Hunter Labrada. Open. Very impressive. Well, like I said, there's a lot of storylines going into this year's Olympia. And as we get closer, we'll be uh, you know, exploring all those storylines. Right now, we have uh, Crizzo, like I said, going to be doing Prague. We have uh, uh, Hollingshead qualified. Tony O'Burton wins. He'll be qualified. There's a lot of good guys. Lunsford is looking almost unbeatable at this point. He's looking like a super freak. You know, if he brings in the conditioning that he has to bring in with that added size, that's another storyline. I mean, he can, the ceiling is unlimited with him. We just haven't seen him next to guys like Rami and, and Bonac and, and Brandon. Lee Haney, by the way, who's going to be on the show this week. I think we're putting up that interview this week. He, he really is very high on, on Brandon Curry. If he thinks if anyone can be Rami, it's going to be Curry. You'll hear that interview with Lee. Oh, we'll talk about it off, off. Yeah. I was gonna say off stage, off the air. Yeah, we're gonna you just don't tell 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 Brandon though. Don't go down. Don't do any poses on the on the on the no. floor. <laughs> you got to be big, man. Lee Haney says a big good big man always beats a good little man. That's what he says. So you know that's his uh, shtick. You know, I didn't realize how big he was for that last Olympia that he he did. Uh, Haney, he was. Let me uh, let me guess away. Let me guess away. Right. Um, 58. Yeah, it was like almost 60. I think it was 260, yeah. Which was a lot bigger than he always – that's like 15 pounds heavier than he had been. He said he had been well, over let me, let me, let's see. Three Did he over diet? He said he went from the six-day split, you know, to the two on, three on, one off, two on. Oh, he gave himself – and he yeah, came yeah. in fuller. Yeah, he said he was overtraining himself. You know? I wonder how. I wonder how he figured out that he was overtraining. I don't know. You got to listen to the interview. I don't want to ruin it. But for now, we're out of time. We got to wrap this up. Uh, as we say every week here at Heavy Muscle Radio, with Heavy hurts. Muscle Radio, oh, I say I'm so excited about the show. I say it early. The truth hurts. Good night, everyone. Thank you for joining us live. We'll see you next week.